Well, everyone, here we are at the end of the first season of Godfellas. Tonight, we have a bunch of special guests, so lace up your Christmas shoes and get ready for the season finale of Godfellas! Saddle up with McGee and me as we head on an adventure in Odyssey. We'll focus on the family with a veggie tail. It's the greatest adventure with great detail. Godfellas, Godfellas, meet it online for a small group time. Godfellas, Godfellas, Christian media gets a Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on this Christmas special edition of Godfellas. And we have so many special guests who are going to be here today. But first, we have uh, returning all the way from originally London and now New York City, the composer, the musical mastermind. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mr. Edward Milcrease. Yay. Hey, so good to be back, Zach. Um, Thanks so much. We're very glad to have you back. And joining him is his wife, who is a professional dancer, an amazing choreographer, uh, just a, a beautiful soul. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show all the way from the South, but now New York, Mrs. Kellen Milchrist. Yay. Thanks for having me, Zach. I'm honored and privileged to be here tonight. I wanted to talk with both of you about about this song specifically because, Ed, you have never heard this song, correct? I have never heard this song. Uh, I know nothing about this song or um, I, I, I hear that there's a movie based on the song or, or something along those lines. I know literally nothing about this, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in who knows what this is going to be like. And, and Kellen, judging uh, from my knowledge of you i'm assuming you probably know the song very well yes um i was refreshing my memory by listening to it earlier and it took me back to riding in my mom's volkswagen um station wagon and (laughs) it would play like being down in the south you know the christian radio was 106.9 the lie and at christmas time the lie the lie because jesus oh i thought you said the lie i was like what (laughs) (laughs) um it took me right back to being a kid and and realizing how truly awful it is what criteria does a song need to meet in order for it to be considered a christmas song for you for me i i come from the classical uh, music background primarily and so the contemporary uh, stuff has always been um something more like on my, the fringe of my listening. Uh, the closest I would usually get is like a musical theater show, like something from Broadway. So I'm kind of going to treat this like a Broadway show number that I just can't see what's going on. I'm, I'm just going to treat it like, hey, here comes original soundtrack for Christmas shoes. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, as far as like a Christmas song, I mean, typically like it, all of the songs just sound like normal songs, but there's sleigh bells in the background every now and then. Mm. Um, and usually I'm guessing that we might get a line or two about hope and Christmas and family and it's great to be back and looking forward to Santa being here. I mean, it's either, it's either going to be Santa, Santa, can't wait for him, or it's going to be about Jesus. Which, can't wait for him. Uh, can't wait for him either. No, it's, is it, I, I, have, I literally have no idea whether this is going to be like, oh, holy night or 
Rusty the Snowman. And and Kellen, for you, what what when you're looking for a good Christmas song, what what are you looking for? Good storytelling, good narrative play within a song, um, and I think this song really does that for me. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm really excited for Ed to hear it. <laughs> Hello? Yep, he's in the movie. It was almost Christmas time. And there I stood in another line. Trying to buy that last gift or two. Not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously. Pacing round like little boys do. And in his hands he held pair of shoes and his clothes were worn and old he was dirty from head to toe and when it came his time to pay I couldn't believe what I heard him say sir I wanna buy these shoes for my mama please it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time You see, she's been sick for quite a while And I know these shoes will make her smile And I want her to look beautiful If Mama meets Jesus tonight Oh! Yes. They counted pennies for what seemed like years. In the cashier said, son, there's not enough here. He searched his pockets frantically. Then he turned and he looked at me. He said, Mama made Christmas good at our house. Though most years she just did without. Tell me, sir, what am I going to do? Somehow I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes So I laid the money down I just had to help him out And I'll never forget the look on his face when he said Mama's gonna look so great Key change Sir, I wanna buy these shoes For my mama it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size Could you hurry soon? Daddy says there's not much time You see, she's been sick for quite a while And I know these shoes will make her smile And I want her to look beautiful If Mama meets Jesus tonight Wow. 
Um, right, okay. Um, it's Christmassy, definitely. We have a nice glockenspiel, high piano at the beginning, got it. We have the mandatory chorus with children's choir. But oh my goodness, what was... What? Mama's dying. Mama's dying for Christmas. <laughs> no shoes so she can lay in bed. <laughs> this, kid, this kid has definitely done this like multiple times to multiple people in multiple stores. Like, like he just has an empire of Christmas shoes if he's just building up from the generosity of others. What on earth? Oh my goodness. I mean, the music video makes it worse. Makes it worse and the music video does not show that at all. Nope. Until the very last bit, and there's a movie. Is the movie from which way? That's all footage from the movie. Yes, yes. So the movie, the song comes from the movie. The movie comes from the song. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Wait. So this, this was an actual. The song was just completely blank, original. But new song. They're a Christian band, correct? Yeah, yeah. And so this was like. 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. this is like a high point for christian music is this music yeah yeah how, how big did this get zach was this was this like billboard they made a movie starring rob lowe <laughs> based on the song i mean made for tv movie but with rob lowe when he was on the west wing so like at the height of his stardom i want to watch the movie now because like Nothing, it's free on YouTube. There's nothing of them. There can't be anything more than the movie. Like, we just heard the whole movie. I mean, <laughs> right. It, it was five minutes long. It was probably a good two minutes too long. We didn't <laughs> need quite so many reprises of the chorus. Some nice key changes. I enjoyed those. What? Can, can you get the lyrics up for us? Like that? Oh, I got you. I got you. I mean, so here we here are the here are the lyrics. It was almost Christmas time. There I stood. In- just, I mean, these are the lyrics, right? But this looks like a short story. By- <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it, it, this looks like a fanfic. This is like something that you find on like Tumblr or like, like. Okay, sorry, they're all here. Reddit on Reddit. Short story. Yeah, got mm-hmm. it. It's trying to buy that last gift or two. Not really in the Christmas mood. Oh. Standing in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little, like boys, little do. boys do. Yeah, yep. classic. I mean, that's not quite where I would have thought we were going after rhyming mood. <laughs> but it's okay. Like, we'll, we'll let them get away with it. Here's the part that's where, like, this song is, I, I'm assuming it's taking place, like, today, which today for them is 2000. This was released in the year 2000, right? And this kid is dirty from head to toe. This is, like, Oliver Twist, Dickensian stuff. And when, it mm-hmm. came to, and when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. Right. Okay, so I mean, like, it, like it's a little nice setup. It, it all feels like the beginning of, of something. Like, it's all... Yeah, but it's weird. Like, when do you ever pay for something, especially as a kid, and then, like, launch into your life story to the guy behind the counter? When you're trying to scam them. When you're trying to scam them, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, you've got, so you've got the guy, like, at the counter, and the kid says... Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could, Could you hurry, <laughs> sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You well, see... He's not just asking him for money. He's also telling him, can you hurry up and please... Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> hurry up, man. Aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while and I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus 
tonight. Right. So, I mean, this takes a dark turn. Very, like, <laughs> like up to now, like it's all been, this has been nice Dickensian. We're waiting for, for something was set up. Here we go. And then suddenly that was a dark twist that came out of nowhere. And I am amazed that this exists. It feels like a really bad, like M. Night Shyamalan twist of like, oh, you thought we were doing this. And then no, mama is dying. <laughs> And, right. and not only just dying, but it's going to die tonight. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, almost Christmas time. Yeah. And the, and I think the fact that it's a Christian artist makes this so much worse. Because right. it, this, it almost feels like a South Park. This feels like peak South Park taking the, taking the mick out of Christian music. But this is genuine. Well, so, and the other thing, let me dispel any thoughts you might be having this is not like based on a true story either. Like no. this, right. The band has said like, this is a story that like we made up. So this is like, this is, again, it's all, this feels like early 2000s. This is like a Max Licato book, yep. but it's not by Max Licato. This is like, oh, like the, the band has seen like the success that he's done with like all of his like, uh, what's he done? Like, guess how much I love you, and the 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 one about the dots and the puppet and all, all that stuff. Um, and they'd be like, "Oh, we can do that. We can do it in song. We can do it better." <laughs> and it, like all of that, it, like that's all a pretty normal setup. And then suddenly, if Mama's going to meet Jesus tonight, right? So w- what we're also implying is that like you can take you can take it with you apparently when you go to heaven. Yeah. And that apparently Jesus really cares about, like, what you're wearing on your feet. But also, something to make her look beautiful before she dies. Like, maybe she would want, like, a face mask or, like, (laughs) a nice pillow or a scarf or something to make her feel better when she's dying in a bed. Or time... Or time with her kid. Or time with her kid. Why would she want shoes when she's on bed rest dying? Twist. Capitalism is key here. It is. For some reason, this kid has grown up knowing that the way to make his mother look beautiful and the best Christmas present he can do is to buy her some shoes. This is just a commercial for Macy's. Uh, Let's continue. So he counted his, he counted pennies for what seemed like years. He's paying for the shoe with pennies. I mean, that's a problem. Just reading that on his own, it almost seems like the narrator is like a little like miffed that he's taking so long. Like, oh, come on, mate. You seem like you. (laughs) Then the cashier said, son, there's not enough here. Oh, I mean, it's heartbreaking. I mean, but after the, after the kid tells you this whole story of like, I'm getting these for my mom who's dying. Like, I don't know. If I'm the cashier, I'd be like, there's not enough here, but you know what? Like, take them. Take them. Take them. Take them. Like, how, how old? I mean, how old is this kid? Like, that's going to change my attitude on this drastically. If this is like a six-year-old, like, sure. If this is like a 14, 15-year-old who's just like, <laughs> and he's dirty. He's dirty from head to toe. So he searched his pockets frantically, and then he turned and he looked at me. I mean, it's not, like, it's all, like, it's good. I mean, it's not good, but it's like it starts it's, going off the rails. It's, yeah, it's it's very musical theater. You can see you can see it coming from a Broadway place. He said, "Mama, I love I love I love that. That's such an American thing." He said, "Mama made Christmas good at our house." But Moshe, she just did with. What does that mean? Moshe, she just did with. Like, so I I think they're implying like most of the years, like she couldn't afford to like decorate or like you know do gifts or whatever, but she always did her best. 
So tell me, sir, what, a- what am I going to do? Somehow I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes. So I laid the money down. I just had to help him out. This is like privilege. This is like, like this feels very like white privilege. Like, let me help. Let me, let me take over the situation here for you. And I'll never right. forget the look on his face when he said, mama's going to look so great. And then, and then he repeats it. And then he, then he repeats the whole thing. So I mean, is, is the child talking to the narrator or is the child talking to the cashier? Or, I mean, I'm probably going too deep into this, but who... Well, like, there are multiple voices. That's why it's so confusing. It's one yeah. a story from multiple different points of view. Yeah. It's, that, that's, not, that's not super common. They're not in your, your traditional... I mean, I just can't. This is on the radio, like. Oh yeah. It still is. Like this time, it still is. This is like when new song does this at Christmas. This is like everyone get out of the way. Yeah. Like this is the song. Also, it's just very sad. Most yeah. music is very uplifting and hopeful and has some sort of like joyous message to it. This is. That's what I was thinking. Nothing like this is. It just keeps yeah. going more and more downhill as it goes on. Well, now here's my issue with the song. I knew I'd caught a glimpse of heaven's love as he thanked me and ran out. <clears throat> I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is all about. So question for both of you, based on what we've learned in this song, what, what is Christmas all about? Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, buying shoes. I'm getting a blessing because you are suffering right now. <laughs> like, that's so messed up. Right. Oh, wow. Oh. And then I love, like, because at this point in the story, like, he's already done, like, he's already, he's done the gift. Like, here, here's the money. You go. And then in his head, he's just repeating the conversation that this poor, suffering little boy was going through. He just repeats it to himself, like, as he's going about the rest of his shopping in the department <laughs> store, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, this has a nice little, like, kind of beat to it that this kid was saying. Huh, I should exploit this and make it into a song. He's just so pleased with himself. He's like, oh, I'm just going to remember this. And to make it worse... That's the that's the version where it's the the children's choir, right? That's, that's the worst part. He's literally he's then walking around, evil narrator man. He's like, I am such a good Christian. I'm going to walk around, and I can now hear the voice of this poor child on Christmas Eve, whose mother is dying, and God did that for me. Oh, so that I could feel the Christmas spirit. Oh goodness me, because he wasn't feeling it before. That's why. Right. right. You know how it is. Like sometimes you're just not in a Christmas mood this year. Like, oh, it doesn't feel like Christmas yet. You know what? I just need a suffering child to come and make that better for me. Is the dad partly responsible for putting the guilt on this child? Like the daddy has said that there's not much time. She's she's been sick for quite a while. Like the dad is putting some serious guilt on this poor child. And like, like okay, get some shoes, hurry, hurry! Uh, like this the is running out. Unless I mean, what if the mum's not sick? What if this is just an excuse just to go get some more shoes? Like, right. What if the story is not real? The Christmas shoes need to be eight and a half with red laces, otherwise she won't be pleased. And Do you have anything like this in the UK? I because have. I know you guys have different Christmas songs. Right, right. Nothing like this. Not nothing I can think of. I mean, we we. Wow. I mean, we're pretty depressed people, but <laughs> we don't we don't make songs about dying mums and and guilting the children into doing it. Um, yeah, nothing like this. I mean, I mean, our weirdest one is probably like the, the one about the spaceman who came traveling 
to Earth. Do you guys know that one? No. I don't oh, understand. Oh, maybe I'll have to do, I'll have to get you guys on, on my podcast next year to <laughs> the English, English Christmas song. This is amazing. I mean, as a melody, there's some nice moments, but like the chorus is not easily singable. It's, no. It's not. It's not. Um, it's too wordy, it's number too, one. Too many words. It, it's. I'm gobsmacked and I, I kind of love it because I just want to find out more about what on earth is going on. I don't know these guys. I don't know the band. I don't know the history. And now I am just, I, I and the move, the movie came because of this song. Because of the popularity of this song. I mean, I mean, that's where, that's where I can see like, a Christian book company being like, oh, we're going to turn this into a book. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. There's a book also. No, no shade to like Stephen Curtis Chapman or, no. you know, Jeremy Camp. But like, it makes them look like incredible artists and incredible um, songwriters in comparison. to. Well, in that same vein, Kellen, you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman and Jeremy Camp both experienced like tragedy jeremy camp losing his his wife and uh stephen curtis chapman losing his child you know also and they've neither of them have written such an emotionally manipulative song it's right oh man i mean that's the thing for me it definitely fails on that aspect like i i'm not emotionally invested i just find it hilarious i can see that this was a massive hit early 2000s i mean like in a, for like a certain generation for the moms, grandparents, I can see this being so hallmarky, addictive, and hallmark like um, emotionally grabbing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it 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 certainly does not make me feel sad. It doesn't make me feel Christmassy. It just leaves me asking so many questions. Folks, we are continuing with the theme of Christmas shoes, and we are very honored, very happy to have our two special friends. They are movie geniuses. They're only mildly pretentious by their own estimation. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the secondhand film critics, Kayla Faneth and Noah Heisinger. Hello. Wow. We did not respond as enthusiastically. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to respond. I don't want to pop. The, I don't want to pop it. I'd love to hear all of your uh, stories about this uh, masterpiece. Well, I feel like if I ever did enjoy the song, we're talking about the song right now. Yeah. Is, is that correct? Yeah, we'll, if, we'll if, go with just the, the song. If the I ever did love this song, it's you know long since past. It. It has definitely run its course in my life. It, you know, it, it is nonsense at this point. Every time I hear it, I, I change the channel on the radio. Yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's an, it's an awful song right now. Mm. It's very cheesy. There's, a, you know, it's just trying to tug on heartstrings. And, you know, I, I there's there's great Christmas music out there. This just isn't one of those things that I, you know, I want to listen to. Mm. What about what about our our guests? I can't remember the first time I heard this. I feel like it's just always been there. Like as long as I can remember, this song has existed. And I mean, no one wants to hear this song around Christmas time. It makes you sad. It like mm-hmm. it's a downer. It makes you depressed. It's honestly. like why I don't like I want to hear Rudolph and Joy to the World and 
stuff that's gonna make me happy because that's how I want to feel around the holidays. So, mm, like, yeah. Brandon, it's like, anytime I hear this, just, nope, <laughs> cut it off, turn mm. it off, switch it, anything. And Noah, as someone in uh, music school, correct? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I think, like, this is one of those songs where, like, again, like Kayla, I don't really remember when I first heard it. But it might be one of those two where you listen to it for the first time if you're not like really listening hard and it's just like the story like, wow, that's a really, really powerful message. And then you, he, hmm. and it just keeps going and you're like, you think about it, you're like, this is a really awful song that I don't want to be thinking about right now around December. But, but now let's talk about the movie. So this is a made for TV movie uh, starring, <laughs> starring Rob Lowe somehow. Yes. And, you know, this movie, we're going to bring back something that we haven't done in a while on the show, and it's the no negative zone. For, so for the next, mm. let's see how long we can go. We can only say good things about this, uh, this great, great movie. So what are, what are some things that, that we actually liked in uh, Christmas Shoes? Let me just say that this is exactly what I want from my Hallmark-style movies. This is it right here. I don't want to think. I just want to love. Well, I mean, and I would say like I've seen a lot. of. I know Kayla's definitely seen is bigger with Hallmark, but I have seen a lot of Hallmark movies. Um, And I would say I've definitely seen worse attempts at this kind of movie, especially in the structure. I think like it's pretty apparent they had a decent idea what they wanted to do. It like we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but it 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 knows the beginning, middle, end. It seems to have a good idea of the story it wants to tell, uh, which you can't really say for a lot of other movies like it, um, where it just feels like they just turned on a camera and were like, all right, guys, be quirky and interact. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And Rob Lowe also, we, he, he seems like he it was enjoying himself, like he wanted to be there, which is not something I can say for some of those movies where it's like this random star in this little movie. Yep. Um, like, I feel like he wanted to be in the movie. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think this movie is that bad. I don't think mm-hmm. it's a good movie in terms of, like, it's no blockbuster. No one's going to watch it and be like, wow, that was so good. Like, but I think I mean, it's might. not a bad movie. I think it's Mm. very middle ground in terms of made for TV movies. I think it's a very high bar uh, in terms Mm. of production quality. I mean, there are some things that obviously are very cheesy, uh, you know, the bad snow effects in the final (laughs) scene. But it's like that for that time period that this was made, it, Mm -hmm. you know, it reflects that. So it's like that doesn't really play into anything but i think that for what it is it does it very well and i think Mm. there's a very specific audience which is none of us um that can take a lot out of this movie and out of the storyline like you know i think of grandmas and people in the church who want to do a nice movie night with their small group and they watch this movie and have a good discussion about it 
and pray together. Like, that's how I see a positive... That That's not me at all, but I see right, people right, really right. getting an experience out of this movie in a positive way. Well, well, let's go down that, that rabbit hole for a second. I'm curious, what do you think the good discussion to be had about this movie is? Um, what do I think or the discussion yeah, that yeah. I and think again, they not, will I'm... get out of it is? <laughs> because <laughs> okay, morally, I, I see a lot wrong with the way this right, movie right. is. But I think a lot right. of people could, a general group who would not be thinking very critically about it would say, oh man, like I really should be spending time with my family. I should evaluate how I'm spending my holidays. Am I approaching the holidays from a consumerist standpoint or am i approaching Mm. the holidays from you know it's about family and it's about loving each other and it's about finding joy in little things and i think that's the kind of conversation that most people i mean very surface level stuff but most people would take none of it is bad though yeah from this in which is what the they're trying to get you to you know the filmmakers and the writers that's what they're trying to get out of you. They're trying to get yeah, this. I'm sure there was like a study guide to go with this. Yeah. You know, draw like, out mm. of you to push you into this, like, you know, and maybe for someone who's religious, like uh, tying in the heaven and losing someone and hoping that they're in a better place and kind of, I, I don't know, coming to terms with that over the holidays. Yeah. yeah. I think the, I think this movie though, not to get, not to switch into negative too quickly, but let's um, go, let's go, let's do it. I think (laughs) just kind of centering around Rob Lowe's character, Robert, Uh, I think this movie, (laughs) I think this Robert, I think this movie, let me, let me also point out this was in 2002. Was this post West Wing? This it was, was during, during West Wing, West Wing <laughs> and like at the height Mid-season. of the popularity, like third or fourth season when Rob Lowe was massively popular. So I'm really like this is a get for future yes. future family films mm-hmm. to to get to like land Rob Lowe. Like I was watching this and I was thinking this has got to be like a Rob Lowe point in his career or something. <laughs> But th- no, this was like yeah. peak Rob Lowe. Well, third well, fourth was, season of West Wing—that's right. peak Rob Lowe. Well, and not to not to cut you off, I'll let you go back into your thing. But I was thinking the vibe I was getting from Rob Lowe was not phoning it in. It was more like, no. hey, you guys know I worked with like Francis Ford Coppola, there's, right? Like, there's even a like- scene. <laughs> there's even a scene that was like right out of the West Wing in there. He was like, hey, let me let me introduce introduce you guys to the walk and talk real quick. Yep. I mean, I I hope they. I hope they paid Tommy Slami royalties for that scene because it was plucked right out of the West Wing. I, yeah. I, I was shocked. Rob Lowe in this movie felt like a kid in your local Christmas pageant who just played like who just played like the lead in his middle school's like show. Yes. And he's here like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be in this. Like, I'll be I'm, another wise I'm, man if you need me. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really that good. Like that was the kind of vibe I was getting from him. But again, I was like, I prefer that to just like, I'm, I don't want to be here. <laughs> he's giving us so like, he needs. Yes. This this opens on the movie opens on Rob Lowe. And one of the things he says is, I didn't even know I needed a miracle until it happened. And I, I was like thinking to myself, like, like, let's be clear. Yeah. Rob Robert's big crime doing his job well and helping out a group of farmers that were going to lose their livelihood. Yeah, his, that's he's his, not that's that his, bad his big of a guy. crime. 
No. In fact, he's not at all bad because even then, let's push it a step further. Yeah. You know, the conversation he has with his wife and he's, you know, real stuck on this house. He wants her to go back to work. Also, though, it seems like he's operating under the assumption that they're both wanting the same things in life. It, like right. this is a conversation they've clearly had. We were, we love this house. The plan was for you to go back to work. Like it seems like this is stuff they've talked about. She moved the goalpost on him and now he's being vilified by this movie. Like that's what I was taking away. Mm-hmm. She changed what she wanted, which is fine. Mm-hmm. She can she doesn't have to stick to what she said. But maybe have a conversation about it before we start getting angry with Rob. Well, oh, and not only that, but she also <laughs> vilifies him to their daughter. Like yes. they're sitting at the table and she's like, you know, making oh, faces. And it's like, this is your child who is in like elementary school, middle school. I don't know. But very young and impressionable. Yeah. yeah. And she probably yep. wouldn't even be thinking some of these same things where she's walking out of the room like, oh, my gosh, if mom didn't already make, you know, and, and not to obviously undermine the daughter's experience, because I'm sure she does feel sad that dad doesn't come to her concert and whatnot. But it's like, yeah, there's a lot of that going on where he's put out to be the bad guy in this so, movie. So act one is completely unbelievable. Like, yeah, I it's, agree. it's I agree. unrealistic for me. We're not, they did not do a good job making me feel like Rob Lowe is this person that needs a miracle in his life. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know if I'm the well, mom and I'm talking to my daughter. He, he just... He just cares too much, sweetie. what is the miracle? (laughs) Like, uh, his mom dies, and then he buys a kid a pair of shoes. Like, miracle Mm -hmm. wear. Like... A pot roast. Right. And it's not not even written well, because they have that... Him and his wife have the same fight in, like, the same set (laughs) at least, like, three times. It definitely right. and there's two where it's like a scene or two apart where it's like they fought here in this living room and then we have a couple of scenes and then they're back in their house having the same exact fight and it's like right. we're not mm. pushing the, nothing is getting pushed forward we're just kind of like emphasizing this one point that this guy is like ah oh, he doesn't go to his daughter's concert <laughs> and right. he's a, he needs a miracle um it, right. I don't know it doesn't seem like especially like you said the first act is just really. Uh, not probably the worst act I think in the movie. I I would agree with that, and I also want to jump into um, the Nathan and his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, K- Kayla, you're you're an educator, right? Um, with preschoolers, so it's a little different. Right, well, <laughs> right, right. But um, you have insight, though. You sure. have insight. We'll, we'll see what this is about. Are people just allowed to be volunteers no. in classrooms and no, not fully not. teach classes? Because that was my thing. I was like, why don't you just make her a teacher? Like, it felt a little like, it well, felt a little bit like the writer was like, women can't have no jobs. Yeah, I was like, no. gotta be volunteers. Like, I mean, she could, without have, going, because she like made this whole thing about going back to school and stuff. She could easily yeah. work as like a TA or sub, Mm. like she can still work in the school system without like, if she was getting her license even, like there's a lot of things that you can do. Well, and and the (laughs) other volunteer can't give you, you can't just just have the the mom, other mom walking and be like, all right, here you go. It's like, uh, did we skip background checks and fingerprinting? (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, everyone just sings. It's everyone so just sings. I love that, when, uh, when so they, bad. I loved when what's uh, what's her face, the main mom Maggie or whatever. She put mm-hmm. the kids in groups and is like, "All right, sing your parts." And I'm like, "They're all in groups in the same room. Like, what are they? They're are they supposed to be singing different songs?" Well, like, and I like how there's one scene where they're in the corner all singing, and it's supposed to be like this moving moment where they're like enjoying a song together, but they're singing the same part. So it's like, mm-hmm. so yep. this isn't really choir. They're just singing the melody. I, also, though, in the same, this, sorry, Zach, the same thread of women and working in this movie, I feel like Robert's wife, you know, they're having this conversation, definitely a conversation they've had before. And she goes, I feel like Lily's just used to having me home. While she's at school, <laughs> yes. that's the first thing that, that, that popped in my head. Yes. Your daughter's at, Your daughter is at school all day. And then we got into this weird, like, save the farm, like, side plot line about, like, oh, he's he's fighting for the working man. Um, and what I, I wrote it down in my notes, but there was, like, this whole, you know, the car doesn't work. He's like, you ever consider buying American? And I'm like, here's this movie's part of the, I was like, this movie's part of the problem. It's part of the problem where they kind of blur the line between, like, Christian movie, and then we talk about, like, good old patriotism and the old American way. And, like, I saw this movie, and I saw the ripple effect. I was like, I see where God's Not Dead picks some things up from. I see where, like, a lot of these Pure Flix movies pick something up from. A lot of it is tracing back to here, and I was like, ooh. It all stems from the Christmas shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it all starts here. I feel like, though, the the first act, you know, when this the one line from Robert's mother, uh, don't don't just make money, make memories. I, I wrote that line down. <laughs> yes. And, and so, like, first of all, it's a bumper sticker or something you have etched on a pillow. Something you buy at Hobby Lobby. Something mm-hmm. bought. Yes. Yes, it is. And I feel like, OK, so they're clear. They're telegraphing. They're telegraphing this um, this theme. That he is in here just trying to make money, which clearly he's not. I mean, if, yeah. if that was if that was the goal, if that was the goal here to re- like, why not have him work on a different case? Yeah. Why not have him be doing something more like just that's more greedy than he's doing now? Also, I, he would be working in a city like he's a lawyer yeah, in a small yeah. town. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. If he were trying to make money, he'd be off, I guess it, like in Boston or New York or somewhere like right. working at a high end law firm. Yeah. It's yeah. and it's written in cause he's a lawyer and this is a classic, like this is like what this movie, these types of movies always do. They're a lawyer and they're a big, bad, big, bad. And they're always trying to take out the little companies. This is the complete opposite where he's trying to help like these group of like uh of farmers and then the wife's like you gotta make it you gotta spend more time with us like well yeah well he's working overtime to save these guys jobs it's not like he's working i thought it was interesting too one of the lines she was like um said why the wife said why couldn't one of the other associates pick up the workload and i'm like He's not even like a junior partner or a partner. Like he's an associate still. Like he's making yeah. pennies. <laughs> like he's yeah. not making he any money at all. <laughs> I mean, he is, but like as an associate, I was like, that's a very low ranking lawyer. Like I just don't, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is, and I know that we've said Rob Lowe for this kind of movie, like he's a get, He's he brings like a level of legitimacy to the film. 
The problem is, is just Rob Lowe is so charismatic and likable. It's it's almost like, you know, casting Tom Cruise as the villain in your movie, but having him look like Tom Cruise. You're always going to be like, <laughs> oh, I, I like this guy. So again, He's like so great. With, with Rob Lowe, like when they're trying to vilify him in this movie, like it's one thing, it doesn't work. But then when it's like, he's trying to save the family farm and when they're like, he's, he's nice to people. It's like, I'm listen, never not going to like this guy. Yeah. They brought him out in a tight t-shirt <laughs> in short shorts. And I'm like, yep. He's the good guy. Like, there, you know, it's like I'm There's never going to think anything bad about him now. Like, come on. If you want to, like. So he has a couple scenes where he's like a he's a jerk to the mechanic. Oh, okay. can I can I can I really quick about the, the I mechanic? Have some the mechanic is terrible. Okay, at his job. I have some comments. <laughs> I have some comments on that scene. Cappuccino time. So he. <sighs> I love a good cappuccino. He goes in there here. And obviously I'm reading into this. Um, sure. But he takes his car in. He's told it's going to be quick. The guy tells him, I'm going to get it to you the next day. Okay. Rob Lowe doesn't know about his wife or whatever. And it's not like the mechanic or anyone in the shop, you know, the husband or the other guy told him any of this. Then right. he's like, you kept my car for a week. And I'm like, a week? You said yeah, that next yeah. day. And then if you're getting right. upcharged, like, I would be pissed, too, if they upcharged yeah. me yep. in. Because then it sounds like, oh, you didn't have time. You were putting it off. You did all these well, extra again, things. We know that right. his wife has cancer, but he doesn't. So it's using right. that to vilify him. So, but like, it's yeah, not fair he didn't because need he to be, He didn't need to be as rude as he was. But I'm also like, mm-hmm. I mean... I feel like it can be a little bit justified in the mm-hmm. context well, of the film. Well, even in the end of the movie, the car still doesn't run. So I was like, the, this man is not a good mechanic. No, like, yeah. he, he is bad at his job. Like, uh, yeah. I will say, and, and, I, I, and who hasn't yes, been, yes. who hasn't been to a, an auto shop and been frustrated? Exactly. So, I mean, we know exactly where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I love, the shots like this is one of the like five notes i wrote down um <laughs> when when they first were introducing him so like obviously we had that scene in the like prequel or whatever um right and then when they first inter actually introduce him and whatnot he's like working and it's like they're at the concert you know when you're finding out more about his character and she's like, oh, I don't know if my husband's going to come. And then the concert's going on. And you're seeing the shots of him working, but it's the same shot. And they keep, like, fading it over and over and over yep. each other. And it's, like, just, like, slightly different angles. And it's, like, 45 seconds of him working, but it's just all these fades on top of each other. I was like, wow. Yes. Amer- that yeah. is America the Beautiful in the background, right? The, <laughs> Still get. Back to the patriotism thing. Still better yeah. editing than Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Amen. Amen. Oh, I will say another thing too is the the dad actor was not he good. He was the worst like, actor in the movie. I, <laughs> I think he's like only played like abusive men in other movies because that was the whole vibe I was getting from the whole movie. I thought he was gonna hit the kid like that's I, like the yeah. way he was playing it. I was like, he's gonna take a swing at the kid. Didn't handle that very good, did well, I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah. they set him up to be like that when the very yeah. first scene, the kid's like, "I want a puppy," and he's like, "Look at these dead goldfish," and it's like, what? <laughs> the, like also. 
Do you think we could have gotten the message without actually seeing the goldfish floating in the in I the know, bowl? Yeah, I, I, I really feel like we could have grasped that. that. I hope Peta was there. Did they kill a fish for that shot? I mm, I hope Good not. Good heavens! Oh, yeah, heavens. his um, delivery and, was all pretty bad. Yeah. I you know yeah. I felt bad for Nathan. I was like, this poor kid has to live with this man for the rest of his life. Yeah, for the rest of his life. Yeah, <laughs> You're right. And this movie, I almost was like ready to be happy because I had a moment where I was like, Oh, this movie is not the song because like when the mom was talking about like, I, you know, likes to dance and stuff. I thought the kid was just going to buy the mom, the shoes as like a Christmas gift. It's like a, this would be a nice last Christmas gift to give mom. And I was like, if we go that way, like I can get on board with, with this, like doing one, like, you know, better to give than to receive, do one nice last thing. Like, this I can get behind. I and I was ready, like, all right, cool. Like I'll I won't get upset about the theological catastrophe of needing to look pretty for Jesus or he won't let you into heaven. Well, not very pretty. Those shoes were really ugly, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But but <laughs> then all time. <laughs> then we get to the you know, the pivotal scene where the kid cuts Rob Lowe in line and he's like, oh, I'm in a hurry. And the the cashier who might be the devil. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was thinking, like, you know who the real villain is? <laughs> that the Ebenezer Scrooge working behind that counter. Did I stutter or something? Like, clearly <laughs> this kid's Lord. not having a good day. And then uh, Rob Lowe, it, this is exactly the scene. Hey, kid, what's going on? Well, my mom. Hey, my mom. Hey, 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 hey. Slow down. <laughs> slow, slow down. <laughs> I was like, yes, anything. And then the kid gets to, I want her to look pretty if she gets to heaven. And I was just, movie. Yeah, I they was literally ready. said it. They said it. Yeah, I was ready. What'd you do? They said. Yeah, I I really feel like that scene could have been maybe cut in half. We needed about half of that extra stuff mm-hmm. floating around in there. And you know, I'm I'm all the, the kid starts. My mom, my mom. You know what, kid? Here's the money. Yeah. Yeah. Take like it you go. don't need the you know, whole like, explanation. Go on. Yeah. It's actually a little more. Like, I feel like it'd be a better scene maybe if it was just like, he didn't know anything, you know, and yeah, then maybe yeah. he finds out afterwards. I don't know. Like, um, sure. just the whole thing with the, how like all these people are connected, but they don't really know, but only we know. And it's like, this, yeah. This okay. Little, this, here, um, here is my big problem with this. Is yes. that they, the mom was obviously friends with Rob Lowe's wife. And it's not like they just, I mean, they live in the same town. It's not like they just, you know, left them in the dust. Like, and, and they suddenly weren't too. friends with the it's family. They didn't go to the funeral. And you're telling me that he didn't know that this was the kid, like, at, yeah. at any time after that? Like, his kids go to the same school. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like, there's just so much disbelief. The one the wife didn't mention her, the job. The yeah. wife didn't mention her once. Like she's spending all so much time with this family. They like, literally were outside of the house when she died. Like it's there's no way. There's no way. Just because that final scene where it's Robert and then Nathan grown up, and you're like, and hey! and sorry, spoiler. Um, yeah. Was she not buried in the shoes? 
Yikes. Because I, oh, can, I, can I say something oh, about, Jesus about that? didn't want them. Yeah. That scene, though, real quick. At, at first, I was like, how many years have passed? 17. And Rob Lowe looks exactly the same. Look at him now, though. But then I realized that is literally... How- the story of yeah, Rob Lowe. Like, that, that is, that I is mean, his story. I mean, he looks a little older. This would be, what, 17 years? N- He's got a little well, scruff on his face. It would be about 17 years now. So he looks, a, right. he looks a little older, but really, I mean, not that much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Little dirt on his chin. Just a, lo- just 17, a little bit. 17 years. Yeah. Um. This is my kind of, could this be better? I, I had an idea as I was watching this movie. And I was like, they are leaning so hard into the mom is going to die. Like the minute Mm -hmm. you see the mom and she starts coughing, it's like, okay, we know she's going to die. And the whole movie, they're like, she's going to die. She's going to die. They have the one fake out, like, we got you a new heart. And it's like, oh, she's still going to die. And I had a moment where I thought, are they going to? I was like, they've they've gone so hard into, is the writer smart enough to give us all the Christmassy Hallmarky feels with the mom doesn't die. So I started like kind of going like, Ooh, am I a smart movie watcher? And I'm going to catch his, his plot twist. Cause again, if I were writing this movie, I'd be like, do you know how I'm going to make everybody happy? Boom. Cause Rob Lowe's mom dies. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Well, like in the, you really song, so much, the mom doesn't die so in the much song. death. Right, right. So if you want to go super like, and again, like medically, I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure this wouldn't work. Like medically, like Rollo's mom dies and oh, let's get her heart or something like that. Oh. Anyway, no. But so I was thinking if, you want to if, if they really wanted to like bring out the waterworks, it should be the mom lives at the end. Like, and not by the power of the shoes. I was like, if they really, really want to like, you know, yeah. hit you in the gut without hitting you in the gut. They'd go that way. And then it was just, you know, oh, no, exactly what you thought was going to happen from the beginning. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh. my here's my okay. alternate ending um, that I think <laughs> would have been better than the ending that they gave us. We didn't need to see her sick in bed and all I that. Agree. I think that they should have never had her death on screen. Um, I think they should have gone through Christmas and the kids still been exasperated. Like, this is my mom's last Christmas. I need these shoes because it's her last Christmas and not so much, um, panic of, because you, then you have the ominous, like the dad being like, come back soon. Like, make it quick because like, she's about to die. And it's like, and I just think it would have been like. You know that she's going to die as the viewer, you know, maybe in the next few days or next few weeks, but you're not witnessing it, I think could have been more impactful than having to be drugged through the trenches of like all this, you know. Listen, not to cut you off, I'm all for (laughs) how this movie could be better, but those scenes got me real good. (laughs) They got me. They got me real good. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm making this movie and I know who my audience is. They plopped those scenes down in there yeah, for their no, they audience. Did. They I don't did. want to see mom die. They totally did. Like when she's talking to her son and she's like, there may come a time when you're when you're upset with me because I left. Like, yeah, I I was bawling my eyes out during that scene. Yeah. Absolutely. And I would I will say the I've only seen this movie twice. And the first time was 
10 years ago. Did you watch so. it with your kids? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it with my kids. They were napping. But mm. I will say there is something about fatherhood that is completely, and I know I've brought this up before, mm-hmm. completely changed my outlook on movies like this. Mm. Like father-son stuff, parent stuff, your kids not being there for your kids. That stuff just lays me lays me low. Mm. So these these scenes, these scenes are for parents. They really they really are. Mm. And, you know, yeah, it's depressing. It, it for sure is. But if the goal is to get some tears flowing, they, yeah. they did their job. I mean, mm. I, I think I don't think I don't think they could have done it different. That was my issue was that this movie is based on a song that is a story. And so we right. know going in what's going to happen. So like right, you're watching right. from the beginning, like, okay, so that's the mom. So she's yeah. going to die that he's going to get the shoes. Like you're kind of like backtracking from yep. where, you know, you're going to be. Um, so I feel like, I mean, I would have liked the fake out more, but I think mm-hmm. that they knew that pe- like, I mean, people would be expecting going and expecting this, you know? And so they're going to give them what they, what sure. they want. You know what I mean? fake sure. out would have been crazy if the <laughs> shoes didn't fit didn't fit yes i was thinking the exact same thing thank god question for you guys because here is my other problem with this movie um so let's say that you're a teacher and you know that your student's mom is dying and he wants to buy her a christmas gift so instead of giving him money uh you decide to throw these cans uh all over the place yeah, by the way you which threw them all only over the place. five dollars and you know how much the kid needs if you were in that situation what would you do i would have at least made sure the kid had enough cans to trade yes, in I mean, at least yeah. like that's money. the bare minimum yeah. that's the bare minimum i like i like the message of recycling I do appreciate yes. that. Okay. But well. I, so I will say, I feel like if they had gone like almost gift to the Magi, where it's like this teacher also doesn't have a lot of money and this is like him, this is the absolute best yeah, he could do. Yeah, but where did he get all of Maybe. these cans? Like, he, 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 <laughs> he obviously... That's how he makes his money. He did bag some cans. It, it, you know what? Here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It, it was like he's down on his money or he's down on his luck and that's how he was going to like by Chris, but then it's only five dollars. Yeah, listen, so listen. It's I'm st- just if saying. If I were a teacher and I knew that, I might be like, "Hey, like here, here's like a gift here, card." Here's or like, the thing. Know. Here, here's where I'm at. Is they made this child, the writers, work all this time that he could have been spending with his mom. But I also think I would be more like, you know what? I'll front you the money, and how it's about Christmas. you come over? And shovel my driveway, and here's the twenty yeah. bucks. Mm. You know, once yeah. everything, you know, whatever. Because we're all we're t- we're talking about twenty bucks here. We're not talking about <laughs> we're not talking about five hundred. We're, right. we're not even talking about one hundred. Yeah, there is there is no less than three solutions to this problem before he gets to Rob Lowe. I, also, hey, hey, Dad. Why not ask what your kid needs money for? Yeah. Why not? Let's get to the root of well, this. No, he says it, he wants a job. Like, you're not getting no puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, which, but the kid can also be like, dad, so, I want to get some shoes. It's so over the top. <laughs> I mean, that that dad is just a just a bag of cats. You can smell crazy on him. Like it's just a mess. But <laughs> I feel like though that really like 
for, Nathan? What do you need money for, son? Like what? <laughs> and how much? How much are we Why talking about? Why are you going about? out you know, on you Christmas to... Eve at, at when it's pitch black outside? Yeah, what, the kids what are we like here? Uh, got Christmas Eve stuff yeah, to do. Yeah, you're dad. telling Come me on. that this this dad the whole time has been like this strict, this hard on him, and the mom's about to die, and he's just like, yeah, go ahead, run around, like. Not like, all right, we need to stay at home. Songs don't make good source material. Yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because they're not. There's not enough information there. There's not enough information. Someone you didn't have watch. To... Well, I can only and imagine. Even... And I'm real. Okay. I'm I knew I'm you were gonna say that. I knew but you were gonna say that. I can only that's imagine. Not the, it's not the same thing. The song right? is it's not, not yeah, it's no. material. It's it's, the guy's it's exactly story. right. <laughs> Stepped yeah. in that one, did yeah. you, Zach? I did. Yeah. Um. Well, we do have the book. Uh, the book is, is also very bad. Um. Not fleshed out at all. It's been a while since I've read it, but from what I remember, also very vague. Lots of loopholes. Um. Not mm. not not too much soul. Yeah, I will say because I didn't throw it in earlier. My favorite line in the whole movie was when yes, yes. she was like talking about how Maggie was sick, and Rob Lowe's like. Give her an aspirin. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I laughed at that great. line. Oh I did laugh. God, um, I like when the doctor came in, like did that, this house call and the doctor was like, so your heart's not pumping well. And like that's, that, that's your big medical language. Your heart's not mm. pumping. That's your diagnosis. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners. Just like when the sketchy older lady at church baked cookies for everybody, when I offer you more Christmas shoes, you will hit me with a yes, please, or a no, thank you. So, uh, Brandon, Mary Beth baked some, uh, some, some cookies. Would you like some? I think I would, Zach, and here's why. If I have, if I have flipped on the Christmas shoes movie, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. And if I'm, you know, willing to take that first step, I'm taking the second step and the third step. I'm going to finish it and I'm going to get the experience I thought I was going to get. It's very predictable, but you but these kind of movies aren't there to trick you. You know, this is they are there to make you feel. And if um, if we're going to talk about a movie like this, we're just not comparing it to The Godfather and Citizen Kane. You know, these serve a very specific purpose, and I think it accomplishes that purpose very well. And sure. Yeah. If I'm in the mood for if I'm in the mood to, to, to weep a little bit, I'll, I'll watch this again. All right. Um, Kayla, would you like some cookies from Mary Beth? I'm kind of skeptical of Mary Beth from what I've heard about Mary Beth in other episodes. You guys talk about Mary Beth in the Halloween episode. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a figment. We all know her, though. Um, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> um, I would say yes. You know, if I'm in the mood to ever watch this movie. I mean, I watched it, I've seen this movie before and I watched it again, you know? Right. And yeah. so... You asked us to do an episode I, on Yeah, it. like, <laughs> for me, this is like a two out of five. Five star for... On the spectrum of made-for-TV movies, mm. you know, we're looking at comparing it to Hallmark, Lifetime. A lot of other sick people tropes are used in movies like this. Sure, yeah, I'll give like a half-hearted take the cookies. 
All right, and and Noah, would would you like would you like a cookie as well? Um, you know, I no, no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I I I rewatch things so rarely that I'm not gonna rewatch something I don't like. Like I've seen my favorite movie like four times. Like I don't rewatch things that much. I have a short attention span. If I know what's gonna happen, I'm gonna zone out and not. So, I would just rather watch another Hallmark movie or similar made-for-TV movie that I don't know what's gonna happen because I'll get the same exact feeling, but just not. I won't. It'll be a, a little bit of a different story. So I'll be having some different cookies today. Yeah. Like, can we put on the sequel? Let's watch the Christmas blessing. Yes. Next year, we'll I would rather watch that than this again. <laughs> Let's watch the Christmas. No, blessing. thank you. Well, folks, you've heard us talk about the Christmas shoes song, the Christmas shoes movie, and you know, I, I do want you to know, maybe you don't like Christmas music, but there's a lot of good Christmas music out there, and I have two Christmas music experts with me. The first is my very good friend, Mr. Mitch. Say hi, Mitch. Hi, Mitch. The second is my very good friend, Pastor Jimmy. How you doing, Pastor Jimmy? Fantastic. Merry Christmas, Zach. Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. So uh, what we have done, if you heard our Halloween episode, we made a playlist then that you would be able to play at your church's harvest or Halloween party, depending on what you want to call it. Tonight, we did... Almost the same thing, but now this is for your church's Christmas party. So let's all let's define right now what are we talking about with with Christmas party? Is this like Christmas Sunday? Is this like a weeknight event? Is it a Christmas Eve service? What what are we thinking? I picture this as like um like a after service meal time. Like we're distributing presents to the kids in the gym sort of like mixer like that kind of thing or like the fellowship hall like a candy cane game thing Uh uh-huh like the parents are kind of watching the kids this is maybe it's christmas sunday right like there's a couple more people than normal because they wanted to come partake uh and there's got to be some music playing right like Mm -hmm. first we start with a basic meal and then we do whatever the activity is so this is the music that underscores that event gotcha so not only is mary beth at this event, but Mary Beth's nephew, who doesn't usually come to church, is here too. So this is a more mixed crowd. So I feel like mm. we have maybe some more options with the playlist. So the rules still stand from last time where you can veto to save any song that you like, but you can also veto to get one of the songs taken out of the out of the picture. So everyone gets mm-hmm. Does everyone get one of each, do we think? Or do you get one or the other? One. You got to no, use it. No, one or the other. You, That's yeah. right. But it's you, one yeah. or the other. So you That's can right. you can either save or destroy, but you can, you can only do that. One. <laughs> yes, <laughs> choose your path, Padawan. Yeah. So, we will get started. So, with that in mind, it's Christmassy Sunday. We just had our food, and now, you know, maybe we're doing some games, having some fun, and here is song number one on our playlist, and this is uh, Mitch's suggestion. Ooh.
receive her king. Ooh, I love that glockenspiel. Mm-hmm. See, this is a, an audio medium, but we are all jamming right now. All three yes. of us are dancing. <laughs> yes, we are. All right, all right. So we've got the general the general vibe. That's a hard yes for me. Yeah, I think. yeah. It's it bobs. Mm. I feel like Joy to the World is like the big Christmassy. Like you got to have Joy to the World on this yeah. playlist, right? It, yeah. Mm. Especially for like church, it's like going to like a football game and they didn't play a Led Zeppelin song or something. Like, come <laughs> right. on! I, I feel like I it's came either to hear "Joy to the World" and praise my Lord. So. I feel like it's either "Joy to the World" or "Oh Come All Ye Faithful." That those are the the ones like mm -hmm. we're gonna get one or the other. Not not both probably. I and it's funny because I I thought to myself, do I want carols or do I want Christmassy songs? Like, do I right. want like I'm dreaming of a white Christmas or do mm. I want like and he shall reign. Like, I couldn't decide. But that was a nice blending, I feel like, of both. Like, it's upbeat, but it's also, like, Ruth from, you know, the ladies' knitting club is going to be like, oh, it's Joy of the World. Yeah. yeah. Praise his name. And it's you know? fun, too, and it's for fun. a party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that'll get the kids kind of dancing around and everyone. Mm -hmm. It'll And it puts you in a good mood. I like that at number one, also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a unanimous across the board. We're all in on Joy to the World by the Liturgists featuring the Brilliance. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. that's beautiful. Yes. That's a yes. That's three yeses. That's that is unanimous. That song is going to Hollywood or <laughs> congrats or to Holly and the Ibes. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is my dream. Now, Jimmy. <laughs> I, wow. I feel as though I may have uh, done your don't dirty. Don't color Mitch's opinion. Don't, don't color no, no, Mitch's no. opinion. I'm, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, let me actually read you the text message that, that Jimmy <laughs> sent me, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, Jim, it, this is kind of on, on you a little bit. What did you, I say? Like, you should have known. He said the song title, which we'll hear in a second, any version. He did not give me a specific version that he wanted. Oh, he boy. just wanted the song. Oh, what a dangerous game you're playing. <laughs> so I thought, what do I know about Jimmy? What is Jimmy like? Jimmy likes, he likes to rock and roll a little bit. So I have oh, yeah. this, this little ditty for, for Jimmy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Why, are we all Christians in this circle? Are we? Are we all professors of loving? There's no way the old church ladies are gonna get down to the double bass battle. Are you kidding me? But but now here's here's what I think. Again, Mary Beth's nephew is there. What? Sure, he'd love it. Yeah. But yeah. then Mary Beth would go turn it off. She'd be like. But, she but wouldn't to even talk to someone. She would literally turn it off. <laughs> but to oh, quote no. you, Mitch, that's fine, Mary Beth. I'll see you next Sunday. Yeah, but maybe, fair enough. Fair maybe enough. Her, her nephew, Peter, comes, comes back after he hears that double bass. I don't want to come down too hard on it. Yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> it's I, a lot. 
Well, I do a lot of Christmas. Like, my job is, like, centered around kettles uh, for the Salvation Army, which is Christmas Eve. So we do a lot of video content. And you're often looking for, like, Christmassy songs like Jingle Bells, right, uh, that are, like, non-licensed, that's, like, royalty-free music. Right. So there's, like, a gajillion bad versions of Jingle Bells out there. Mm-hmm. And this gave me um, – this triggered me. This gave me flashbacks. <laughs> mm. This sent me into, like, <laughs> like royalty-free music um, hell. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. just going to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So right. <laughs> mm. Mm. that's that's strong. It, I, that I don't was a version. No, no, no. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you. It's yeah, it's 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 fun, but that double bass, I don't I That don't is know. I do like it. I feel like its yeah. place could be like if you're playing a game yeah. and yeah. you're only playing like forty five seconds of it. Sure. Then like Mary Beth doesn't have time to get up. You know, it's hard for her to move. Her knees yeah. aren't what they used to be. So like <laughs> we could get around. Get her, turn it off. No. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like we're playing a minute to win it game or something. Ooh. You know what I mean? And you could you could play that song and it would be fine. So under the caveat that we're not gonna listen to the whole thing, it can stay. Um, for Spice, I'm going to say it cannot, because if we all say yes to all these songs, then what are we doing here? No, right. I planted my flag in the North Pole. No. Mm, Jimmy? Gotcha. I'll, I'll say, Jimmy, you, you probably should have given me a version that you want. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking you, about Jimmy. now. This, this is, is on, on me. I, I do... I re- Next time I, I will say this song by this version. I, I It is hard to find jingle bells, because most of them are just like, Jingle. It's like from the forties where there's like no like rhythm. It's someone singing with like a mm-hmm. piano. So I'm like, n- it's not very like fun to listen to. It's to so a true. Lot it's of like forties, like a clip and a clap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say that's a real jingly bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say not on the playlist, but it might make an appearance at the party for the the candy cane mm-hmm. when it's a minute to win it game. Ooh. The win it to minute. Win it to minute. <laughs> win it to minute is the. Is our version of minute to win it? Wow, I'm I'm sorry, August Burns Red. You will you will not be coming to our the Holly and the Ives. That oh. is a no on. I on, I like the version. song, but Jimmy, you flew too close to the sun. I'm gonna call yeah, you Icarus Jimmy. on this round. Jimmy, I can't uh, believe any you version picked... of Jingle Bells is. Yeah, that's you gave Zach a that's load a of dangerous. Gun. Yeah, you, you gave did. him a load of gun. I don't know that, what you thought was gonna happen. That was the one that I had the most either. plays when I looked it up. So <laughs> 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 this will work. All right, um, America here's... loves that song. Here's here's my first song, um, and you know I want I want a little bit of a different way with this. Who um who are some of the characters in the Christmas story? The real one or the yeah. movie? In the real like, one, some of the Jesus, characters we maybe don't talk Mary, about as much. Joseph and all of those cute little animals. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there's, a, there's a king in this story though who is not the savior. The bad guy? Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> I feel like I'm doing Sunday school class. What's his name? <laughs> and, and kids, do you remember mm. last week when we <laughs> when we discussed? Yeah. Jimmy's the pastor, you ask him. Jimmy, do you remember the name of the evil king in the story? Herod. Hmm. You know what? I, and I was thinking that King Herod is a little dangerous. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe... I I feel like I'm getting Rick rolled. I feel like I'm getting Rick rolled once again. What if I did all the same songs from last time? 
listen, I'm using my veto, right? My big red button. Don't I'm do it, because Mitch, I'm on your side. If we're, if we're, oh, can yeah, we talk we don't up need front? It. I'll, 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 I'll okay. put my cards you here. Might we'll not save the veto. We'll save the veto. Listen. There's no way in heaven or earth <laughs> or Sheol or whatever that that song is getting on this playlist. I'm oh, I guess I'm very clear. I guess we don't want the Christmas story to to be real. Listen, neither. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. All right. All right. Just just so you know, this song will be on every playlist until it ends up on one. <laughs> okay. That will be the last playlist that I ever allow. Yeah. <laughs> that will be my on my deathbed. I'll be like, fine. Dangerous. Dangerous if, is on. Dangerous if, makes it. What if I were to veto this one? Ooh, can vetoes I, I, I cancel each other out? I won't. Yeah. I won't do it because there's... we all three of us have to use our vetoes. Our vetoes. Jimmy and I use our vetoes. <laughs> so it's just like a regular <laughs> vote, except we can't use them again. Then we have to phone a friend. We we have to yeah. call I in Olivia. I see your veto to... and I raise it. Another veto. Another veto. Yes. All right. So that's a that's three no's on dangerous. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hard no. Hard no. All right, here is uh, here's Jimmy's real song that he actually picked now. So we have one song on the playlist so far. <laughs> here we go. This is a uh, this is from Jimmy. All right. Oh, six eight. Mm. This is Run Collective, isn't it? This is. I, re- sure? I recognize that voice anywhere. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't the Piano Man? <laughs> Ooh, that's that's pretty good. Um, that is. I like it. I like it. I'm down. Yeah, for I, sure. I, Jimmy, could you let us know what is this song about? It's it's about the Savior's Day, Christmas. Oh, so, you know the yeah. That's the that's the whole gist. So with this, my, my thinking behind this song was you're, you're going to get your jingle bells or not if it's if I let you pick it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this song is like a, I'm that's using you, That's this, on you, Jimmy. That that's is on me. Icarus. I do accept that. Icarus Hughes. Icarus, yeah, I'm, I was Icarus, but this is my like, oh, here's like a new song. Maybe we could like it. There's probably like, oh, what was that song? Hey, Siri, what song is playing? And then people are like, oh, today's the favorite day. All right. Oh, they'll Shazam it. They'll Shazam it. That's right. Yeah, that's good. I also feel like it's not um, uh, like a, a church event right. in 2020, uh, the year of our Lord, if a Ren <laughs> Collective song is, isn't making an appearance somewhere on the playlist. It's going to show yes. up. That's true. Show up. So is that three yeses? Yeah, I'm down. I like All it. Right. Right. Ren Collective, please come to our Christmas party. Yeah, you are going to the Holly and the Ives, Ren Collective. I also like that it's in a different time signature. It gives the party a different vibe for a few minutes. Yeah. All right, here is a here is my next song uh for the Christmas playlist. Quick poll on how many of our songs are going to have Glockenspiel in them. <laughs> Most <laughs> of them. Yes. Oh, I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. I love Phil Wickham. Hmm. Which album is this from? Is it from the Evermore one? It's. I think it's just called Songs for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking. Hmm. 
the Man, tone. You... We're going all like with the carols? the stompy carols. Yeah, a little, oh, a little yeah, bit, and right? Like genre. Yeah, we've gone heavy indie folk. Right. Far. We, mm. I, which I'm I'm down. I'm thinking. Hmm. Uh, yeah, where's the smooth soul yeah. R&B track on this? Please, to get down <laughs> oh, to. Oh, you, yeah. you, you just wait, Mitch. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the Christmas church party. Yeah. So far, I feel like I feel like I would be I would be psyched, but I I'm thinking about Peter, Mary Beth's nephew, just going like, oh, they're just gonna keep playing this crap the whole time. <laughs> if I hear one more Glockenspiel, <laughs> I'm gonna flip this table. Yeah. Man, where's all the ACDC? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Man, they heard that August Peter, Burns Red Christmas you, album. Peter? Yeah. <laughs> Peter is either 17 or 54. It's one of the t- <laughs> Well, I did wonder, like, do we do traditional Christmas songs? Like, yeah. Like, you know, the classics. Or do we do, like, Christian-y? Like, this is all very Christian-y. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. But so I mean I'll I'll say yes for this one though because I think it's still mm-hmm. upbeat so yeah. like it's not it doesn't hit a lull mm-hmm. and and again if if Pete doesn't like it dude, later, Pete. dude take Pete, it up with me hot, Pete there's hot chocolate just drink some hot chocolate yeah he, have some hot cho- he's complaining about the hot loud. chocolate it's just underneath you know the, it's, that's it's the, I feel like I feel like the Halloween playlist there was more pressure to like oh all these songs have to be it and this one's more there's more people at this event yeah <laughs> that's right I'm unwrapping if, a present just. Enjoy. Enjoy. Nice. Guys, for the Jimmy, are you in? Yes or no? I'm in. For the first time in history, one of my songs made it on one of our playlists. <laughs> for the first time in history, one of your songs was a serious suggestion. Was appropriate. Yes. Dry Bones was a serious suggestion last time. I just realized that it takes five hours for the song to get started. Oh. <laughs> I had an oversight on my part. Yeah. Icarus Smith Michaels. <laughs> Amen. Michael. Amen. All right. Here is uh, Mitch's next uh, selection. Oh, yeah. Ring ting tingling to come on it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. First speed bump. It's mm-hmm. the dry bones effect. A it little takes bit. Twenty so twenty seconds or so to get in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking, though. Every other song so far has been so... It's almost like maybe I'm ready for, like, a little, like, breath because it, yeah. it goes back yeah. in. Yeah. Maybe I can and handle a little lull. And it back up. It's not the yeah. whole, yeah, song. Yeah, this has been the first not yeah. total indie folk thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. I like it. I like it. I'd say... I think it goes back to the skeleton bones. If every song is Joy to the World featuring the brilliance, I'm going to be so excited that I'm not going to, you know, get to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more chill. I also yeah. just feel like we need to educate the masses on how good Reliant K's Let It Snow, Let It Reindeer is. We must. Such a good, yeah. Our children yeah. must know. So cards so. on the table, cards on the table, Minch. This was going to be my jingle bells but then i was like i think mitch is gonna put this on the list let me put jingle bells and say zach you know there's like seven thousand versions 
pick one. This is and make a grave error. And I did. So you and, you knew <laughs> you knew my heart. You knew I'm yeah, gonna put. I, well, I, guess. The, I did too. I was I was waiting I for it. Would yeah. we if in the event that 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 this happened in an alternate universe? This if this song makes it on the list, would also with the time when I suggested make it on the list? It's and we on just twice. Have it twice on the yes. list. Yes, back to back. Two times. We back loop to back. it back to back. Yes. I, I love it. <laughs> the party yeah. starts and ends with with Reliant K. Is Mary Beth going to be upset that it's like a romantic song? Mary I Beth. don't care. I don't yeah. care. This is yeah. one. Yeah, I don't care. I don't it's care, harmless. Mary Beth. Yeah. 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 It's not like, let's make out in the back of your car. It's like, let's hold hands in a sleigh. You know? Yeah. Like, ooh, calm down. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, <laughs> That's ooh. a marriage. <laughs> Premarital <laughs> hand holding. Mitch. No, the Bible thank speaks you. strongly this against this. just went PG 13 real fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, so it's a yes, right? It's a, yeah. it's a three way yeah. yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. For well, sure. J- Jimmy, I mean, it might be going hard R with your next song. Uh-oh. I'm uh, all right, Mitch. Here, here is we this go. Let's... Baby, it's cold outside. Is this Santa Baby one of those sexy, sexy Christmas <laughs> songs? Here's what it is. Why don't these... Yeah. Oh wow. Yes. 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 Finally, a risky move on in this my, show. Yeah, because in my mind, the minute that the guy started rapping, I see Mary Beth just getting up, making a da- just waddling her little self over to the <laughs> to the pastor. <laughs> Santa Claus. Where are we at? It's a hard yes for me. Um, we, we can't be afraid of Mary Beth. She's, she can't like hold us in bondage, right? No, I'm not afraid. I'm just saying we're be ready, be prepared. So here is picking the song for Mary Beth. I understand. I'm, I'm speaking to you, Mary Beth right now. Do you hear the music that they're playing over on the radio? I do. Do you? I, what? (laughs) If you would listen with your yes, heart. Yes. So, Mary Beth, uh, I've printed out the lyrics to every song that we have tonight, and I would like you to just read over some of the words. This song is not only the best Christmas song in the world, it also teaches us a moral lesson. Ooh. Let me put on my glasses and read them really quick. <clears throat> All right. Please, it was December read. 24th on Hollis Ave in the dark when I see a man <laughs> chilling with his dog in the park. Oh, I see fear and reindeer. Reindeer? Pastor, I don't know if I'm coming to church here no more. Go, go, go to the second verse, Harry Beth. Uh, where he picks up, where he, I picked the wallet up. A million dollars in it, a cold hundred of G's. I don't know what that means. Enough yeah. to buy a boat and matching car with ease, but I'd never... Oh, I never steal from Santa because that ain't right. You know, my ne- you, know, you know, my nephew Peter's here and he was in the back of my car the other day and now I'm missing 15 cents. Well, <laughs> this song is for him. Oh, thank you, Pastor. I, I rescind my complaint. 
Yes. The moral lesson from yes. your wonderful from a Christmas song. song. Yes. <laughs> and Christmas wow. is saved. Wow. wow, now that I've seen that interaction between Mary Beth and you, I think maybe this song goes on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say her heart grew three sizes that day. Yes. Mm. I think we fixed Mary Beth. Yeah. That's three we yeses. We, yeah, we did it. I'm, Ooh. In. I'm nervous about my next one. It's dangerous. About. Oh, yeah. It's a Stephen Curtis Chapman. Boy. Unless the next words out of this man's mouth are, I'm diving in. Uh oh. Happiness and cheer. So I love this song. I worry, is the vibe of this a little too baby-making? We are a very specific bunch. It's very sorry, like... was that a Barry White song? No, that's <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman singing a Christmas tune, and we're too scared of it? I feel like th the vibe is immediately like, everyone grab your partners and hit the dance floor. For <laughs> what if we, what if this is the, this is, this is the going out song, the final song, enjoy your Christmas, God bless you, kind of wrap down, tear the, the wrapping paper off the wall. I'm with you, unless yeah. Zach, uh, we're at an ice skating rink, and then yes, uh, couples who make your way out right. to the rink. Right, right. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a smart, it's, it's a smart move. I like it. I think it's- I like putting it last. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's yeah. So we'll just rearrange it on the playlist. Cool. <laughs> Two songs tonight, guys. I'm doing real well. You're Two out wrong. of three, man. <laughs> what if I did do? I tried to find some KJ52 Christmas music, but it was oh. unlistenable. Oh no. Yeah. Well then, here is. We'll just have to rearrange it. Here is Mitch's final song for for all of us to enjoy. All right, come on up here, mm -hmm. little Jimmy. Get your present. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> little Jimmy's I'm so here. excited. I'm so excited. Is it Spider-Man? Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> and a stocking. Like, little Jimmy, favorite. you go back there. You go back there and you say thank you to the youth pastor. <laughs> and also you. ask ask Peter where my 15 cents went. Uh, I, I, I took the 15. It was no. little Jimmy it the whole time? It was to buy you shoes. But <laughs> <laughs> they said no. Hey folks, thanks for listening to a very special episode of Godfellas. We'd also like to extend a very special thank you to all of our guests, Ed and Kellen Milcreast, the secondhand film critics, Pastor Jimmy, and the person scoring this entire episode, Mr. Lucas Urbina, tickling the ivories. Thank you all so much for being on this show, and if you liked what you heard, then why don't you head down to the show notes where we have links to some amazing things that all these people are involved with. If you're not following us on social media, make sure that you go and you find The Real Boys, that's the R-E-E-L boys, at any social media platform and you'll find us there. 
We hope that you've enjoyed this episode once again, and we can't wait to see you in 2021 when we'll be talking about so much more. something from the book Uh, yes yes you may so this was the afterword from the so just so we know where this is coming from if we're open to it god can use even the smallest things to change our lives to change us it might be a laughing child car breaks that need fixing a sale on pot roast a cloudless sky a trip to the woods to cut down a christmas tree a school teacher a Dunhill billiard pipe, or even a pair of shoes. Some people will never believe. They may feel that such things are too trivial, too simple, or too insignificant to forever change your life. But I believe, and I always will. I feel attacked. So that's our takeaway, guys, is that uh, the little things like a sale on a pot roast. Uh, I feel like he just picked stuff out God of a hat. Like, all right, what can be a miracle? <laughs> pot roast. <laughs>